So hello and welcome to Embrace Your Destiny, the podcast. My name is Sandra Dawes and I'm your host. And if you're new to the podcast, this is all about sharing the experiences of women who have gone through their trials and tribulations and come out on the other end wiser, stronger, and um, more hopeful than they ever have been before. And today my guest is Yvonne Lines. And several years ago, she switched from watching mindless TV Hmm, something I can relate to, to reading self-development and leadership books. And since then, her mindset has grown so much that she left her full-time job and started her own business. And she's now financially secure, can call herself a surfer, and she toured Africa by motorbike. That sounds so awesome. I haven't been to Africa yet, but it's definitely on my bucket list. (laughs) So welcome, Yvonne. Thank you. I appreciate you including me in this podcast. Oh, no problem. I, um, we talked before and I loved your story. I think that it's inspiring for women who are going through their own, I guess, rut is the better choice of word here for in their, in their own career and are looking for something more fulfilling in their life. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about your journey? Yeah, well, I think my story is actually quite a common story. I know you've talked to a lot of women who have dealt with some pretty tough hardships and made it through the other end. I went from a pretty good life to a great life, which is not tragic at all, but it is pretty common in that, you know, I think often people, they get to a certain spot in their life and they get a little bit stuck and they don't know what to do next. So I made the leap <laughs> and had to go through all the ups and downs and tribulations that, that go with taking that risk. Going from employee to entrepreneur. Yes, getting that regular paycheck and moving ahead with my life as most people do. But I just felt after 10 years that it was no longer the right fit for me. It was you know, still a great job. I'm sure the person who has it now loves it, but it was no longer for me. And... I knew I had to make a change in my life. Otherwise, you know, the longer you wait, the harder it gets. So it was actually on my 46th birthday where I set the goal of within one year, I was going to figure out what to do next. So I knew I was going to leave my job within that year. I just had no idea what was next. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm really big into mindset. I guess that switching of gears, switching of ideas in my mind triggered something because that obviously signified that I was ready. And it was only a few weeks after I had made that decision, uh, set that goal, that I had a bad day at work, (laughs) as we always do. (laughs) You know, it comes up. I disagreed with my manager on something and I didn't want to go along with what he was asking me to do. And I just thought, you know what, today's the day, it's time. And I took the weekend to think about it. I went in on the Monday and I resigned. But that was, of course, only a few weeks after I had thought, after I had set this goal. So I hadn't actually thought about what I was going to do next. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Which is not something that I would recommend for anybody who's considering leaving their job. I would definitely set some plans set some things in motion first, but sometimes life just doesn't go that way. Sometimes you don't have that option. I did have that option, but I was obviously ready to do it. So I did. 
Yeah. And I think that um, when you have that kind of clarity, though, and when you're doing the work on your mindset, taking those leaps of faith are a lot easier, right? Because you're not doing it from a place of fear. And like you said, you took the weekend to think about it. So it wasn't an emotional knee jerk reaction. You know what I mean? It was that (laughs) you were already thinking about it and you took that disagreement with your boss as a sign that it was it was time and that, you know, you took that time over the weekend to really think about it and decided that it was something that you were ready to do. So I don't think that you yeah. you have as much regret when you do it that way versus just letting your emotions sort of take over and do it out of anger or frustration or anything like that. Oh, no, there wasn't any... I mean, obviously there was some frustration right. <laughs> at that time and, and, and there was, there was fear for sure. There was definitely fear, but be, uh, you mentioned in the, in the uh, intro that I had been reading a lot of books and that is so true. I was just reading like crazy and that really gave me the knowledge, the power to know that um, I could figure it out. You know, I had that faith, so I was ready. But that doesn't make the uncertainty <laughs> any easier. Any easier, right? <laughs> so after I left, you know, I had a couple of weeks to finish up. I actually had the space in my mind to think, okay, so what is next? And I realize now in hindsight that if I had taken that year to figure it out, I would be in the same place. I really, for me, I just had to make that leap because that job was taking over my whole life. You know, it's long hours, it's evenings and weekends, and you're always on email. I'm sure everybody can, a lot of people can relate to this. Right. And I just didn't have the space to figure out what was next. So that wasn't going to happen. Of course, I didn't realize that until hindsight. Right, yeah. (laughs) So once I opened up that space, a world of opportunities came to me. There were just so many things that I can do. I had so many options. That was actually the hard part is navigating through all those options, thinking, you know, I can do this or I can do that. I can, you know, start my own business. I can, you know, I love reading. Can I turn that into something? My background is graphic design, so I can do a lot in that field as well. And there were, yeah, there were just so many things I could do. It was it was amazing. You know, when I was working full time, I had that one track mind. This is the way forward. <laughs> I was, I've never wanted to climb a corporate ladder, but that was the direction that I was heading in. And I just didn't see all the options, but they were always there. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think that the challenge is when you have so many options, not to suffer from that shiny object syndrome, right? Because you can start, you know, not having that laser focus, right, can pull mm-hmm. you in so many different directions that you're, yeah, it's a different kind of overwhelm, right? <laughs> it is. And that did happen, actually. Uh, I was torn a bit between joining a group doing graphic design and staying in the creative field and starting my own business. I wanted to do an app. So actually, both of my first endeavors did not work out. <laughs> They were lessons learned for sure. And in hindsight, again, I can see, okay, I wasn't ready for either of those things. That that wasn't the path for me at that time. And uh, I felt okay because I had 
an investment that I could cash out through my work options that could uh, carry me for about six months, which, you know, is not tons of time, but it's a generous enough amount of time that you've got this space to get a different perspective. Yeah, so, and not feel pressured. I was really trying not to panic in that time. And, you know, some days were easier than others, for sure. Of course. <laughs> you know, it's up and down like a roller coaster. And in that time as well, other things came up. Um, you mentioned the trip to Africa. So yeah. <laughs> that is, had been a goal. My boyfriend and I wanted to do that for about three years. And we kept putting it off because things kept coming up. I thought, okay, well, now I have no idea what's going to come up next. But if we keep putting it off, then it'll just never happen. It'll never get done. Yeah. So it was an expensive trip, but we decided to do it anyway. And, you know, that eats into the uh, six months, which yeah. is <laughs> nerve wracking when you don't have, you know, the money coming in but so worth it. <laughs> I was going to say, but no regrets. Right? <laughs> Absolutely not. No. And financially as well, I tried, I wanted to make an app. That was one of my business ideas. Uh, Smart Life is my business. And I take all those nuggets of wisdom that I've learned from reading all those books and I put them into little tips. And I wanted to do an, an app so that people could read these tips on a daily basis. So I invested thousands of dollars in developers trying to get that off the ground. And um, I chose poorly when I chose developers. I uh, based it on price, which is not even one of my values. I should have done more research and spent the extra money and done it, uh, done it well. But I didn't do that. And I ended up spending thousands and months of frustration. So again... You know, you've only got uh, money to carry you through a certain time frame. That is a hard thing to deal with. Yeah, a <laughs> so, tough pill to swallow. For sure. A tough pill to swallow. So I had I walked away from that. Actually, I haven't walked away from that. I'm, I've put it on hold. I am going to do that at some point when I am ready for it. I just, you know, wasn't ready for it at the time. And the graphic design work. That is working now, actually. Uh, I'm able to um, supplement my income with some freelance work. But at that time, it wasn't really working either. The plans that I had made with a certain group didn't work out. So it was a tough time. I really, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen next. I had all these options, but I wasn't following the right, well, the ones that would get me to something financial um yeah what it did get me to though was self-discovery I was happy <laughs> even with all this stress of I don't know what to do next I was happy like I was just really enjoying my time like even though the app didn't work out I so loved gaining all that knowledge and then putting it into a format that I could share it with people that you know, it was just, I was enjoying it and trying to figure out what options and opportunities to follow. And I was taking some uh, business courses as well. And I was enjoying that. And overall, like just, oh, and focusing on my health as well, you know, some fitness that is so hard to 
go for a run or go to the gym when you're working so many hours. And I had time for that and time for my family and friends. And I just, I was happy. (laughs) Yeah, I get that because I know that when I, um, when I left my full-time job and decided to pursue my coaching practice full-time, it was rough, you know, because there are so many unpredictable variables when you do that, right? There's no more steady paycheck. There's no more paid vacation. So it's, it's definitely a shift in, in your mindset. It's a shift in the way you live because, because of that lack of weekly regular income coming in. But I say that it was all, it is all worth it because it's some of the most fulfilling work I've ever done. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's, so when I look at that versus what I was doing in a nine to five job, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back to that, you know, and I've had friends ask me if I would ever think about going back into, into the corporate world or getting a nine to five. And I, my response all the time is absolutely not, no matter how challenging <laughs> things are, I feel like this is, this is where I belong. And so the challenges and the obstacles are just, um, tests of my commitment to see how much I'm willing to go through to really see this through to the end. And I'm, and I'm committed and I will continue to persist because I know that when you do that, you know, when you read Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, he talk he dedicates a whole chapter to persistence, right? <laughs> I think that that's your journey as well, right? That you've persisted through all of these challenges, through the app and the money spent and all of that stuff, you're not giving up. You're not thinking that this is a sign that it wasn't meant to be. Again, you're saying that you're putting it on hold. It's not that you're not going to ever go back to it. It's just knowing that the timing wasn't right. Mm-hmm. I think that's such a, an important thing for people to, to recognize in their own journey as well. Yeah. You know, it's, I've got a funny saying. I can't remember what book I read this in or if it was from a podcast or an article, but they say that the second most addictive thing in the world, next to heroin, is <laughs> a regular paycheck. <laughs> so that just really resonated with me. And I thought, you know, I've now that I've broken the addiction, <laughs> I'm not going to go back to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it does, it is an addiction in a way, right? Because it makes you sometimes compromise your values it makes you, yeah, dedicate your time in a way that is is not serving you in the best way possible because you're working 80 hour, if not mm-hmm. more hours a week. And yeah, you're sacrificing relationships with your family and friends and that sort of thing because you need this steady paycheck. <laughs> so that is a good analogy. I'll be thinking about that for the rest of the day now. <laughs> so once I figured out that I was happy, I thought, Okay, so this is something I really need to pay attention to because being happy, I think, is something that people chase forever. And to actually have it as opposed to chasing it is really significant and to recognize that. And I I wanted to put some emphasis on that. So I thought my next step was to figure out how to continue this how to continue that state of mind, that state of being. And if, you know, that regular paycheck wasn't going to do it, then how was I going to support myself? 
And it was at that point when I opened up my mind to figure out, you know, how do I continue this happy state that I had an answer. And I owned a house at that time. And uh, if you remember Toronto's real estate market last year in the spring, my was booming booming (laughs) for house sellers. And so that's what I did. I sold my house and started renting and investing instead. So obviously there was a lot that I needed to learn about investing all of a sudden, but that's okay because I love learning. And that has worked out. I'm now uh, renting a place that I love. I feel like I've got way more freedom. You know, owning a house was an anchor and something that I did because, you know, you get to a certain stage of life and that's what you do without even thinking about it. Yeah. And, or at least, you know, when, when, I don't know if that's as common now because of house prices, but at my stage, that's what you did. And uh, that did work out for me then, but it wasn't a conscious choice. It wasn't, you know, I don't have uh, a kids that need a backyard to play in and that sort of thing. Like it was just me living there. And I really didn't, you know, I don't even like renovations and house maintenance and I don't miss shoveling snow or taking the garbage right. out <laughs> mowing the lawn <laughs> mowing all the that lawn. yeah I do not miss owning a house whatsoever <laughs> so it turned out that even though I had always thought you know you have to own a house there's pride in ownership renting is so much better for the lifestyle that I want and then investing as well um you know you, you think renting is just throwing money out the window. But if you rent with a combination of investing, it can be even stronger than owning. And uh, depending on what the market is doing, if it's not going up anymore, then, you know, you've got some other options. Yeah, I think it's important to be clear on what you're, what's important to you, right? Because just because society tells you that home ownership is better or that you shouldn't rent because it's throwing money away and all this other stuff. I think that it's about what's important to you. So if home ownership isn't important to you, if traveling the world and not having to worry about what's going on in the house and is somebody shoveling the snow or is the grass getting cut because I want to take a two month, you know, sabbatical somewhere, right? But you should be able to, to do that, right? And I find that that's, that's such an important thing is to have that clarity on what is important to you. What do you value? And if those kinds of things aren't valuable to you, right? If it's just something that you're doing because it's what your family did or what, you know, is expected of you, you know, the societal norms kind of thing, then you should rethink it because it's about what serves you, not what makes other people comfortable or what makes other people happy. It's about what's really going to fulfill you and get you where you want to go in life. Yeah, definitely. And it has done that. I mean, you mentioned the Africa trip. That was amazing. <laughs> Being able to travel more is definitely a priority in my life over home ownership. And, right. you know, having those experiences, experiences over materialism for me is one of my values. Uh, yeah, I would think I would say the same for myself as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yvonne, if somebody was, if somebody is, actually, I'm going to go back. What would you say is the biggest lesson that you learned through this experience? I would say 
Okay, I have learned it and I am continuing to learn it because it's a tough one. I think it's tough for a lot of people. It's definitely tough for me is trust the process. Trust the process because things happen when you're ready. Like I mentioned earlier, those opportunities, all those options are always there. They're, you know, they're so plentiful, but they're not going to come to you until you're ready. So the, um, I guess the app that didn't work for me, that's going to work for me when I'm ready. I wasn't ready then. There was a lot that I didn't know <laughs> was required for an app at that time that I'm learning now. So that will happen when I'm ready. So trust the process. It didn't happen because I had some stuff to learn first. <laughs> but leaving my job, that happened again because I was ready. So that kick in the pants came <laughs> When I need, right. when I needed it, you know, that <laughs> at the right at time. The right time. Yeah. So timing is important. Being prepared for those opportunities is important. And the process is not something that you can control, which is hard for me because I like control. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> but I have seen how when I trust the process and go with the flow, there's things do work out. Things always work out. So that would be the biggest lesson I've learned and continue to learn because it's, you know, for a control person, that's, that's a hard one to work on. Oh yeah. I, um, I always introduce myself at networking events as a recovering control freak and excuse maker. So <laughs> I, I get it. And yeah, surrender is, is a challenge, but once you can understand that you have no control over, there's always going to be stuff you have no control over and that you just have to yeah to go with the flow and just accept what is and know that it's not going to happen when you want it to it's going to happen when it's supposed to mm -hmm. and I think yeah that that is is a challenge because especially in this time of instant gratification where I want it and I want it now yeah. right? <laughs> to be patient with the process is is a bit more of a challenge, but it's it's something that we do definitely need to learn. Mm -hmm. So in the past, uh, I guess since last fall, things kind of settled down for me, you know, after my trip and after I had the space to figure things out and after I moved, I was able to really focus on my business and get that off the ground. And so that's starting to get a little bit of momentum now. I know it's still going to take, you know, it's a long journey but I feel like it's now in a really good direction. I'm building online courses and learning a lot about that, and I really enjoy it. And I'm still doing some freelance graphic design work, and that uh, I'll, I'll need to do for the next few years. And I'm still getting enjoyment out of that, but I know that that's not going to be a long-term commitment for me. Right. It's an in-the-meantime kind of thing. Yeah, the next several years, and then yeah. we'll see. <laughs> And so if there's somebody out there who is in a similar situation where they've got the job and something, there's still something missing, what kind of advice would you give them? Well, I would say mindset changes everything. To me, mindset is getting different perspectives, accepting different perspectives. That really opens up so many possibilities for you. And if you're rigid and you're thinking, well, this is the way life is, or this is the way things should be going, and this is the way it's always happened, so that's the one way. I mean, it's just so limited. 
And we really, there's no need to limit ourselves like that. So I think a lot of people, when they think mindset, they think about having a positive attitude. And to me, that is so far from what um, uh, open mindset is. Positive attitude often means it's hiding your true feelings. So there's some negativity, some masking that goes with that. But mindset to me is really about changing your perspective and opening up to new points of view, which opens up new possibilities. And once you've done that, the decisions you make can lead to some really amazing options in your life. Yeah, I think that I would agree with you there because I think that, yes, this whole positive mindset piece is has caused people to think that they're not allowed to have negative thoughts, right? Because what you think about, you attract and, oh my goodness, I had a negative thought and now bad things are going to happen to me. And so people are, yeah, feeling like they can't express those negative emotions, that they have to, to hold on to them or push them down. And I think that that's not serving anybody, right? Because it's bound to come up at some point. And I feel like the further you push it down, the more explosive it's going to be <laughs> once it rises to the top. Um, so yeah, it's about, I think for me, it's just learning that, you know, bad stuff is going to happen all the time, right? So you're going to go through negative emotions. You're going to have disappointments. You're going to have setbacks and you can be disappointed. You can feel discouraged, but you just can't live there. You know yeah. what I mean? You can't allow it to, to swallow you whole. It's a place to visit. It's a place to, yeah, you know, spend some time to, you know, work your way through those emotions, but you can't, you don't want to set up house there, right? You just want to experience it, work through the process and, and go back to focusing on that best life that you're trying to create for yourself. Mm -hmm. In fact, I've switched to using the word constructive thinking instead of positive thinking, <laughs> because right. I think it's just a healthier approach. You know, it's exactly what you said. You take the time to learn the lessons you need to learn and then let it go when it's no longer serving you and then switch back to uh, all the great things that can happen. Now, I will share your links and stuff in the notes to the podcast, but Yvonne, where can people find you if they want to learn more about you and what's going on in your life and in your business? Thank you. The easiest way to connect with me is actually on LinkedIn. I find it's a platform that talks, it's kind of, it's thought leadership. So when you're on that platform connecting with other people, you're kind of in that mindset anyway to get different perspectives. So I really like that platform. And just search Yvonne Lines Mindset Mentor. Perfect. Well, Yvonne, thank you so much for your time and your and sharing your experiences and your wisdom. I greatly appreciate it. And um, yeah, thank you so much. And anything else that you want to share before we sign off? I want to thank you as well. I think this is a great platform, a great uh, delivery method to a connection to have women share what they've gone through. And when you see, you see a lot of success stories. And I think when you see people's struggles as well, that's what you can relate to more because, you know, uh, these overnight success stories are not really overnight and, you, no. and they seem to be abundant. But reality is when you can relate to somebody's struggles, that really helps you get through your own uh, 
challenges. So thank you so much for setting up this podcast. I think it's really beneficial. Thank you. All right, guys. So we will see you next week with another inspirational story. Till then, bye.